You guys ever hear the story of the machete maniac? Ooh. Ooh. No. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's probably too scary for you guys. No, no, it's not. Oh, no, come on, Dave, please, tell us the story. Oh, all right, what the hell? This must have been like 15 years ago, you know? We had a kid working at the club named Phil Coletti. And one night, tonight, a lot like tonight, this gorgeous woman comes into the club, asks him if he wants to go out to the jungle. He's like, yeah, why not? So they split. And as they started getting out to the jungle, further and further away from the lights of the club, she starts asking him these questions like, does he believe in the local legends of the island? Voodoo, zombies. He's not too worried about it. He just rolls right over, starts putting the screws to her. And something doesn't feel right to Coletti. But he can't see shit, it's pitch black, so he just keeps banging away. But then boom, a flash of lightning lights up the whole island. And in that one moment, Letty looks around and sees, not only is he out in the middle of that old Mayan cemetery, not only are all the other guys from the resort standing around watching him, but he sees that he's having sex with a corpse. A cold, white, dirty from the grave, dead body. And they say, Phil Coletti calmly walked to the groundskeeper's shack, found a machete, and chopped those staff members into a hundred pieces. And they say he took that same machete, chopped his own dick off. You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 135. Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we are... Dying of laughter. <laughs> right, <laughs> guys? <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. And today... Oh, oh there's um, no one here today. Nobody. We're back by our lonely selves. Crickets. We should have had right? a crickets thing loaded up. Oh, we could have. That would have been better. That would have been like Jansen last week. I think throughout the first movie, he <laughs> didn't talk until like the last 10% of the last of the first movie. <laughs> I forgot he was even there. <laughs> I really did. I texted him. I go, dude, like I literally forgot you were in the studio because you didn't say a word. When we were talking about what? When the, we were talking about uh, the, uh, reaping? the reaping, yeah. Really? He was more, more vocal on stigmata. But, oh, okay. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I... Uh... I didn't. I only listened to like the first few minutes of the. I, it's been busy. I've you're been busy. You're, you're an Uber fan. Let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> well, also that, and J- Jansen texted us and said, "So how long does it take before you hate hearing yourself talk on this show?" <laughs> and Mike's like, "134 episodes and counting." <laughs> I'm like, "Yep, that pretty much the truth." Because we're just the worst. Hopefully, uh, hopefully. Next time you hear me, though, that'll that'll change a little bit on me, or it'll be worse. I... <laughs> Mike's gonna go from a super annoying nasally soprano to a very rich alto. Oh, what if I just, what if I came back and just sounded like uh, um, what's his name? Um, oh my god! Oh my god! Uh... The guy that we could literally listen to him read the phone book, Morgan Freeman. Oh, what if I came back with like, the rich Morgan Freeman voice? I think there's see, I like Morgan Freeman's voice, but I think there's better voices out there. Like who? off the top of my head, I'm not gonna be able to tell you one, but. <laughs> Everybody raves about Morgan Freeman. I think there's better voices. What about the dude from uh, the dude from um, um, like I could listen to Sam Elliott talk all day. Sam Elliott. I was thinking more of the the new roommate guy from Dead Man on Campus. 
The new... Oh, yeah, um, that guy. Uh, uh, Whose doppelganger was in one of the movies we watched this week. <laughs> what the hell is it? The new roommate. The, the crazy guy, the dead man. Oh, uh... The dead man from Dead Man on Campus. Is it Spider Bolton? Maybe. He looks like one of the angry beavers from uh, <laughs> from that Nickelodeon show. Why can't I think of who the hell is in that movie? Yeah. Is it, are you talking about the depressed guy? Like the guy who's in the band? The guy that they keep trying to kill, basically. He's, like, he's the new roommate... In, that uh, that moves into the this. It, I I can only think of his name as I think it's Spider Bolton, isn't it? I mean, if his name is Spider, he's got his, the coolest name ever. That's but. that's it. That's that's how I always think of him. It's uh um. Damn it, I can't think of his actual well, name. Not important. It doesn't matter. Not important at all. Um. So this <clears> week <throat> was an exciting week for me, but not for you two because uh, Jay doesn't even know what a Star War is. You are about seventy films behind. Mm-hmm. But we did get a new Star Wars trailer this uh, this week. Which is very exciting. Yeah, I. Um, <laughs> and then our and then our asshole friends ruined Last Jedi for me. So <laughs> well, I, don't, fairness, I don't even need to see that now. In all fairness, you should probably have seen it by now. Lachlan Monroe. Lachlan Monroe. That's it. Why, I, he I doesn't have a good voice. What are you talking about? No, I never. No, I was making a joke, and you've been. <laughs> that's a bad joke. <laughs> I, I never said that it was great. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, no. Star people, Wars. Are, people are freaking out over the uh, the title of it though, The Rise of Skywalker. Oh. People are thinking like, what what. what what does it have to do with anything, though? Luke is dead. Spoilers. Yeah. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. You probably should have said, like, I know we give away spoilers, but that's that's a big one. Well, I mean, come on. If you haven't seen it by now, and you know what to expect on this show. I haven't sorry. seen him. And that was the spoiler that I found out in a text message, and I was like, cool, right, guess we'll I don't have, have to watch we'll, Last Jedi. We'll have Jay go back and bleep out the name Luke. There. Oh, twice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, point is, though, it's like people are wondering how this is going to happen. And, um, you know, I'm, I was, I think I, my first thought was that it has to be a misdirect, right? Like this guy, it can't really mean what you think it means for, you know, various reasons or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, I watched the, um, the Kevin Smith reaction. Cause I love watching Kevin Smith's reactions because yeah. he's so ingrained in it or whatever. And he gets so <clears> excited. It's hard. Even if the trailer is shitty, mm-hmm. you can't help but feel excited because of the way he talks about it. You know, like he's just infectious in that way. And uh, him and Ralph Garman were talking about it on um, Hollywood Babylon. And I actually love his theory. You know, his theory is that the, the, the rebels are basically disbanded. There's only a few of them left after the big battle at the end of the last movie mm-hmm. or whatever. So the only spoilers I'm going to give. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, though, but there's not like a whole lot of them left or whatever. And there's still a whole movie worth of fighting the Empire. And so it's like, well, what if... What if the name Skywalker like lives on in that like the order of the Skywalker rises up out of it? Like it gets named after him and it's like it's not like the family, but it's like more like the ideals of mm. the Jedi are now into this new batch of like, like freedom fighters. Like they're like, the Skywalkers. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I, I got goosebumps just talking about it. Like <laughs> I just think it's a really cool that would be a really cool I idea mean, it, because it, it It makes it makes sense because it's like a it's a good name for a like a guild of people. Yeah, you know right? what I mean? Right. So they sound like magicians. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. The Skywalkers. It's like skinwalkers. <laughs> yeah, kind of. You know? Only they're or not white or, or white walkers if you're a GOT fan. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait what, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that'd be a cool thing though. Like, I, I, he has no insights or whatever. It was just like an off the cuff thing. Yeah. But I think that's a cool idea though. Mm-hmm. Like if they use that and they they take that whole mythology of everything that he fought for and and everything you know to. I don't and know, then they're gonna make... then they're gonna spin it off into a completely separate well, thing. They claim Disney claims that this is the final installment of the of the main like Skywalker story. Like because yeah. all all three trilogies have all been sort of based around. 
the Skywalker story right. in various stages of it. And they said that there <clears throat> will not be any other stories that are set in this like story arc, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I like Rogue One. I loved Solo. People didn't like both of those for various reasons. I, I think see uh, either one of those. I, th- I thought they were great. <laughs> um, Wait, I was on Voodoo earlier on our joint Voodoo account because yes. we're cute like that. Yeah. And uh, did you just rent Solo? No, I own Solo. Oh, so and I can so just can, watch yeah, it whenever yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you. Neat. If I if, like, yeah, like on my YouTube account, my Voodoo account, they're all linked oh. for some okay. reason. I don't know how that works, but um, yes, Michael and I do share several accounts. Our Shutter, our. Uh, our voodoo. We share. Uh, we share your wife. <laughs> my my, my <laughs> wife, I guess. Would you like to share some of my lotion? <laughs> yeah, actually, give me a little. Ooh, gosh. For some reason, taking it off of your hand is worse than anything. Um, guys, you're so fucking weird. I think. Are you still on my Hulu account too? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh you actually set up your own, your own little uh, profile, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron logged on to it she's a couple like, weeks says? ago. She's like, why is Mike's name on here? It's well, it's like, not my he's... name. It's not my name. Oh, well, whatever it is. Yeah. What, what is it? I can't remember. Hmm? What is it? I can't remember. I think it was like Andre. Andre? No. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll explain why after, after we're <laughs> okay. off here. Um, the other big thing, though, that happened this week, and I, I say other big thing. It's the only big thing that really happened this week, and we can't not talk about it, is the fucking Notre Dame burning. Oh, man. That was fucking terrible, man. That was crazy, dude. What's like, called, I... <clears throat> what is Lon Chaney? Lon Chaney is, like, rolling in his grave right now. Like, no! <laughs> he was the hunchback. Yes, I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Like, I don't, uh... I, I saw I Aaron said something about it when she came home like no no the cathedral at Notre Dame is on fire I was like oh well, it's on fire like you know like you don't I thought like a little fire you know something they'd be able to handle yeah. and then I see your post on Facebook about it and so I click on that and I watch the spire fall and yeah. I got like I got a little yeah like I, I got like a little emotional I was like holy shit this is history falling it's yeah. crazy I joked about it just now but when I was watching that live it was like. It was like heartbreaking, man. It was yeah. like that's that thing was built in the what the 1300s, I think. It was the 13th century. So yeah. they, no, if it was the 13th, 13th century, century, that would so have been the, the 1200s. 1200s. Like yeah, that's, so that's, it's, it's eight, that's over 800 years old. Insanity, yeah. you know, like mm. and just the the amount of art that was lost and and the and the statues and the paintings and the and just the the, the rich history and the culture and like. You know, um, <clears throat> did you see the shots from? I just in- couldn't believe it. Did man. you see the shots from inside? Like no, all the, I haven't seen any all, of that. All the rubble, but then that one big gold cross is still standing. No, I didn't see in, that in the like in the center. It's pretty wild. That's. So. I actually, I actually had that thought. Like, what if they go in here and all of like the important relics and all that are just completely untouched? That'd be amazing. I would convert. It, it would, I would. I would fucking convert would if that happened. I'm saying. I'm just serious. Like, I always ask for like my, my you know proof in my miracles. That would be that would be a a real big, mm-hmm. you know, stab to to what I currently believe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, that would that would be that would be pretty nuts though. From but, uh, from heaven's heart, God stabbeth thee. <laughs> Dang, that's poetic. Well, that's. <laughs> Well, it's, it's supposed to be from Hell's Heart, I Stab oh. Thee. Oh. It's from Moby Dick, dude. Oh. All you got to do is <laughs> read a book. <laughs> you just add a TH to the end of words, and it sounds cool and, like, smart. Stabbeth Classic. Tonight we drinketh the beereth. And say thy and stuff like that. Thy yeah. and thine. Ooh. Thine just sounds sexy. I don't know thine. why. Ooh, thine. We dine on thine. <laughs> <laughs> Doth this belong to thee? <laughs> 
Oh, the Swiffer oh. commercial. Yeah. We should post that sometime. We shot a Swiffer commercial a long it. time ago, and it was terrible, and it and amazing. It, had, it was amazing at the same time. And, and, I, honestly, and I played a woman. Ju- Justin, <laughs> Justin was the most was the most. Uh, most beautiful and most upsetting <laughs> R- Rapunzel, Rapunzel you've ever seen in your life. His hair was made out of a long, dirty mop, dirty like wet 20 mop. feet of wet mop. <laughs> oh, that was fun. We well, had I good w- times. I wish yeah. I had hair like that. <laughs> I wish I had hair. Me too. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't have that problem. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, but you guys have better hair on your faces. That's true. So we do. It, uh, yeah. Hair. Yeah. A little bit of knuckles. Yeah. Oh, it's so soft. I know. <laughs> That's from that lotion. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, didn't, else, uh, I didn't do anything this week. My no. whole family got sick over the weekend. We were all thrown up. and the puke party, huh? Yeah, it's Nice. So that's that's pretty much what I had going on. <laughs> well, great. Uh, do they do they all get uh, corrected of their of their afflictions? Yes. Oh, speaking of corrections. Oh. That will never, ever, ever get old. You set yourself up for that. <laughs> oh. um, okay, so first correction uh, is actually to your family, and more specifically your wife's family, more specifically to your wife's cousin. Uh, I said that he was a lovely, lovely lady, which you, which you called me out on while we were talking about it, but I didn't understand what I was saying mm-hmm. to understand why you said that. I thought you had said that it was, it was your cousin's husband oh. that did it all, and that's why, I, that's, or, no. I, I forget. I don't, I don't know how the you fuck I You still don't it. know what you're I, talking I, about. <laughs> Much like most days and most times during the day, you just don't know what you're talking about. Yes. I thought that it was... Yeah, I thought... I thought No, I thought it was your cousin's husband who was the fireman and who worked on... Gotcha. That's what it was. Yeah. And I was saying, I was like, why did he get married? He could fucking clean up. <laughs> like, that was, that was my point. But apparently, that was wrong. Okay, anyway. Uh, the Philippines are not a part of Malaysia. However, they do border Malaysia. Right it's the sea between them that uh yeah don't uh, don't test me on geography i suck at it and uh lastly uh this comes courtesy not directly to us but courtesy of mr kyle laugh uh he called us or he posted something uh about the whole russo's directing a new oh, poltergeist yeah movie. this is a big one because people it's, are really going well, nuts over this thing well the reason that i mean you should if every major news site that is typically usually pretty good is covering it. You know, there's you shouldn't have to do your research too too much on it. Yeah. But apparently, the, the Russos got the green light from MGM to do anything in their library, mm-hmm. and the only people that ever mentioned Poltergeist was some fuckwad in the comments. Right. And was it Dread Central? I think he said that it was like saw that and for some reason jumped on that little tiny like nugget in the comments yeah. and made like a huge news story over it. Yeah. Yet it was never ever specifically said poltergeist which not to not to speak ill of dread central they're usually they're usually really good it was but, just a uh, weird poll though yeah it was you a know? weird poll like i don't understand because yeah like like kyle said it was only ever in one comment like 15 comments down yeah that anybody mentioned poltergeist and then bloody disgusting got a hold of it and then they reported it as russos are redoing poltergeist and now everybody going everybody's going deadline. nuts over it i think it was deadline that deadline sort of- was the original one or they were, Deadline was the original one? Is that what it was? I or, think so. 
Because there was, I think there was, there was one news outlet that actually did call it out and said they actually didn't say it oh, specifically. Oh, okay. Well, De- Deadline did the original one. Maybe Deadline was the one. Maybe De- I don't. I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. I could see where they would go back and do a correction because sure. because somebody you know like everybody else is just running off of a comment in their comment section. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It was yeah. a whole big. It was a whole big yeah, thing, weird... and people were going crazy over it for like three days. Before... Well, the weird thing is that none of the news outlets retracted it, though, or redacted their their news thing. It's still up. Yeah. So I'm a little bit confused. Maybe they're just pushing it under the rug and no. doing whatever, but I don't know. <laughs> anyway, those are, those are our <clears throat> corrections for uh, this week. Well, all right. So this week, we're uh, dying of laughter, of we course. Are. And... Uh, that means we're watching. We watched uh, uh, Club Dread, yep. the Broken Lizard film, and What We Do in the Shadows mm-hmm. from the makers or from the uh, creators of Flight of the Concords. Uh, both funny movies. We were dying of laughter. And to go along with that, uh, Mike picked a beer that goes more so with Club Dread. Correct. Because. Pardon my noise. Uh, <laughs> in, in Club Dread. Uh, there's a sort of a Jimmy Buffett type character. Well, he is direct competition with Jimmy Buffett. He is Jimmy Buffett. He is he he claims to he claims to be uh, the the predecessor to Jimmy Buffett, and Jimmy Buffett's basically just a big ripoff. He wrote His Pina Colada Berg seven <laughs> years before Margaritaville. Coconut Pete wrote Pina Colada Berg seven years before that hack ever wrote Margaritaville. <laughs> so uh, Mike went out and from Brewdog in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Which came from Scotland. So this is the third or fourth Brewdog we've had now. Yeah, and I am, they've all been. I'm making it my mission to somehow get through their entire line because we have not had a single bad beer from them. They've all been delicious. Yeah, they're this all really good. This is the fourth. Is it really? Yeah, four. We had Jet Black Heart, which was the milk stout. Mm-hmm. We did the, the one of their IPAs. Yeah. Uh, we did that red thing, whatever that was. Was was, was, was the, the uh, was the assassin? Yeah, the octopus yeah. assassin or whatever. Yep. Yeah, that one. So then this would be the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, this is uh, Brewdog Pina Playa, or Pina Playa. Pina Pina Playa. Pina Play. Well, it's it it's kind of uh, it could go either way because if you're talking about like like that that word in like when you're talking about down in Mexico, it's like Playa del Carmen or Playa del Rey or whatever the hell it is. So this could be Pina Playa. Or Pina Playa. I'm gonna say Playa. A Pino Playa. Pino Playa. Go on there. <laughs> play with your play play with your peen. Uh, this is a Pina Pina Colada goes ale with natural flavor. New from Vivid Studio. The Pina Playas. <laughs> the Pina Playas. Ooh, play with your Pina. <laughs> the drought is over. Cover me in coconut. <laughs> oh god. The drought is over. Brace yourself for a Caribbean storm. This pina colada-inspired goes has a deluge of ar- aromas with pineapple, coconut, and lemon front and center, followed by a torrent of zesty citrus and aromatic herbal notes that burst across the palate. Hold fast for a thunderclap, sharp, salty finish. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking about it. You could literally use this description as as like a Caribbean-themed porno where the dude is the Caribbean storm. Like, that's, that's his name. Can I reread this in a sexy voice? Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> and think of it like you're reading the back of a porno box <clears throat> while you're listening. <laughs> the drought is over. Brace yourself for a Caribbean storm. This pina colada-inspired goes has a deluge of aromas with pineapple, coconut, and lemon front and center. 
followed by a torrent of zesty citrus and aromatic herbal notes that burst across the palate. Hold fast for a thunderclap. <laughs> Sharp, salty finish. Pina Playa, juiced up and ready to roll. <laughs> But 5.2% alcohol by volume, boys. How do you get a job writing the descriptions for mm. pornos? We'd be the best at it. What? We Why? Just read, we, read we, would, beers? we would be the best at it. We would just think of it like we're describing like a menu item or something. <laughs> Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Ooh, that tastes wow. just like that description. It does. It's good, though. It is good. It's more sour than I thought it was. Very, very lemony. Mm-hmm. Now I haven't had a lot of gozes, goze, goze, G- gozers. Goze. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't had, had a lot, lot of geezers though. I haven't had a lot of gozers. Um, it, do, are they typical? Because actually, the only other, I think the only other goze I've ever had was uh, the uh, the one from particular? nowhere in particular yeah, that you had. Are, are they are are they kind of like a sour? Yeah, I, I believe I believe most of them are. Okay, I don't really know that much about. I don't, beer. I don't really I don't drink. Know. I could be wrong on that, but I believe that they are. This is really good though. I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot too. Very citrusy. Dude, I'll tell you, these the Brewdog man. This is this is a if you have Brewdog around you and you can get it, highly recommend it. I'm not. We've pe- had not a single bad beer from them. The I, uh, I taste the I taste the citrus a lot and the pineapple. Do you taste any of the coconut? I don't really taste the coconut. I I. F- this is gonna sound really weird. I feel the coconut. <laughs> no, like seriously, it leaves like a there's like a, a weird mouth feel that it leaves after you swallow. And it's <laughs> the uh, on, on a, I'm not even trying, dude. Okay, I'm really hold on. Not even I, gotta, trying. I gotta say this. I gotta say this real quick. So uh, Tank, our buddy Tank, I was talking to him the other day, uh, yesterday, and he's like, he's like, do you guys need any help uh, mm-hmm. covering for Mike and. And, or he he actually said, "Can I come on and pretend to be Mike while he's gone?" <laughs> and I was like, "Like actually pretend to be Mike?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna practice my uh, like my words that I say wrong and Mike Mikeisms, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and your stuff that like in it's like inadvertently erotic. <laughs> it's because you do you I just do. you have this knack for just saying stuff that sounds super super sexual I, listen, without I'm, actually knowing it. I it it it." It just Wait, comes naturally. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. The bleed feed. <laughs> All right. Not, uh, not a ton of news this week, but uh, a couple things jumped out at me that I'm going to tell you about. Bah! Like that? I jumped out. Whoa! It was, was, <laughs> was, was real spooky, Jay. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, the Friday the 13th legal battle rages on. Um, so Sean Cunningham had uh, had pulled his uh, his appeal last we had read. Uh, what, was then, he eating a banana? <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, he's not playing Mario Kart. He'll be sliding. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you know how to kill a joke. <laughs> it's a scale, man. Um, so, uh, so uh, Sean Cunningham now, though, as of this week, uh, they have reinstated their appeal with uh, with the whole court case that's been going on. Yeah. Uh, Larry Zerner, who we've been talking about before, he played Shelly in uh, yep. one of the earlier movies. I always forget which one it is. Two, three, four. Two, one, it's, it's, two I, I think it's two. Thank God. Um, 
He's that curly-headed bitch guy. Like, he's, uh, <laughs> he um, he's an he's an entertainment lawyer you now. Curly-headed fuck. <laughs> he's uh, he's an entertainment lawyer now, and um, copyright actually specializes in copyright law, so right. he knows how this works. Um, he's uh, he's he's speculates because he's been following this stuff, giving updates via his Twitter account and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He speculates that they just need more time to get a deal done uh, after they were very close to reaching a deal apparently last month and it fell apart on like one stipulation so it sounds like to him like maybe they just needed more time to get their their ducks in a row mm-hmm. um, and that's all this was hopefully that's the case but uh, as of now the appeal has been reinstated so who knows what's going to happen it's like a government shutdown except for way less important yeah and what we're, <laughs> and we're and we're now 10 years into not having a friday the 13th movie the longest stretch in history gross right um let's see here um okay i got i got i got i got to get something off my chest the internet has been ablaze lately with this whole jason versus michael myers fan film oh yeah i haven't watched it yet have you yeah, I did. Okay. The internet is literally blowing up about how absolutely amazing it is and this and that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm a dick. I can't watch it. Why? I, I can't watch it. It, it. I just don't think it looks good. You know, I don't know. Oh, come on. Dude, Never Hike Alone was a fan film. Never Hike and Alone I, Never was Hike amazing. Was like, that's, absolutely incredible. That's a, like, to me, that was like the gold standard of a fan made film. Yeah, I don't but, know. I just, I feel like people freak out though about all these, about all these like fan films and how they're like amazing. I'm not trying to take anything away from these filmmakers. You know, I've made independent film. I know how hard it is and everything else. I get that. I just like, but I feel like the horror community, just because there is something made with characters you like, everyone flocks to it as though it's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's like a knee jerk reaction. Everyone's like, it's amazing. So you watched the whole thing? I watched about half of it. So, yeah. how was the story? How was the acting? Um, no, the acting was about as it was serviceable, I suppose. What got, what got me was the fight scene at the end. Uh, it just seemed like really overly choreographed and like not fluid. And I don't know. Maybe I'm being a dick here. Can Maybe, we do like I mean, probably? Can we do like the celebrity deathmatch royal rumble of all horror villains? That'd be amazing. And just all. Battle Royale. We kind of did that on uh, on one of our episodes. We did. We did the Battle Royale. Oh yeah. So we we sort of did that. I've seen I've seen fan films like that where it was it was Freddy versus Jason versus Michael versus Pinhead versus what like Leatherface. I have seen a fan film like that before, but it was kind of like but like but but we'll make it to where like and and someone's gonna steal this idea. (laughs) Trademark (laughs) copyright right now. To where (laughs) that is legal. To where. Like, instead of Jason going around chasing some some teen girls, like the, the like he's chasing Freddy, and like like like, and they're all chasing each other, and eventually they all just die because they all hit each other at the same time when they fight each other. <laughs> there it is. So the anticlimactic. <laughs> I like it. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I shouldn't have said that. I'm a dick. I don't know. You are. A dick. I am a dick. Well, I just I don't know. I feel like I just. I just feel like people freak out over stuff sometimes. It's like I don't. I'm gonna. Really I'm gonna life. watch it, and then next week, next week when you're not here, I will correct oh. you and also talk shit about you the whole that's, time. That's totally fair. I figured that was gonna happen regardless. Yeah. So I'm also gonna sit on that side of the table. It's gonna be a whole new world. What? A whole new, new okay. Um, world. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this is interesting. So Warner Brothers. I uh, have just put a film through the MPAA that came back with an R rating. And um, we had talked about how sci-fi was developing a whole bunch of movies based on old franchises. There mm-hmm. was uh, 
there was uh, uh, critters. Um, uh, it wasn't Tremor. Tremors wasn't. Was Tremor sci-fi? I think Tremors was sci-fi mm. for the TV show. Yeah, maybe. Um, there was another. There was another old franchise though that they were bringing back from the dead. Doesn't matter. I can't remember. Um, yeah. Point is, uh, apparently this movie is titled Critters Attack, mm. and we had just gotten the Critters, the new batch series on Shutter, which was fantastically bad. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't realize that we were getting another movie as well. I think I th- sort of thought that the the new batch was specify both. when you say fantastically bad, you mean bad in a fantastic way. Yes. Okay. Because like the effects are absolutely incredible. The acting is horrific. <laughs> it looks like it was shot on like the reflection of a garbage can lid. <laughs> um, it just yeah, it looks like it was shot in handheld video. Quite frankly, it's crisp and clean. Don't get me wrong, like mm-hmm. HD, but it looks like like consumer grade HD. You know, it doesn't have like yeah. that polish on it. That sure. I don't know. Um, again, Dick here. Just I can't. Yeah, you're just such an. I'm asshole. just shitting on everything today. You're just. But, um, you know, you got a couple weeks coming coming up where you're going to be off, so you just don't care about any any backlash. I'm getting it all out right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, there's a new movie that is rated R by the MPAA called Creators Attack. Which makes me think that this is more than just a sci-fi movie, or at least they're rating it to where there's going to be a different version of it that doesn't air on sci-fi. Yeah, like a like an actual cut that yep. you won't see on TV or something. Yeah. So that could be kind of cool. Um, unless does sci-fi play after dark? Do they play uncut movies? I think they might actually. I don't know. I haven't had cable in a long time, I feel so like they might. So maybe that's why they have to do it. That's possible. That's possible because some some of the cable stations after, like say after like ten o'clock or something like that, yeah, they let the like I know uh, Comedy Central they would air South Park and all the fucks would be in there and all yeah, the everything. Yeah. Um, so maybe well, that's what that's for. But in these days, I mean, even some of the stuff in the primetime slots would I like that it would be considered rated R. Mm-hmm. Is like at least back in the day. Yeah. Like Walking Dead, like actually like a ton of stuff on AMC, Walking Dead. Uh, Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy, that stuff would all be rated R in theaters. You know I, what I mean? There, are, there are some primetime shows that I swear are like pornos sometimes. Like with the amount of skin they show, mm. like it was like old school, like like seventies porno showed less than what they do on primetime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? More, way more bush though. Covered everything up. You couldn't see shit. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah. So we might be getting a new, or we, or we are getting another new Critters movie. Mm. So fingers crossed, it's better than that Shutter series, um, which is. Great though you should you should watch it if you're a Critters <laughs> fan you should watch it because it's, it's you're sending real mixed messages I, I here. <laughs> it story, sucks, but you should watch sto- it because it's great. But story also of my it life. sucks. Story of my life. Um, let's see here. Um, if you're a fan of the subspecies franchise, now the subspecies, if you don't know what it is, it's the vampire franchise from Full Moon oh. that was big in the '90s. Okay. Uh, they uh, they haven't had a new movie in a very very long time, and um, Full Moon teased today uh, return of the franchise. Uh, under something that they're calling the 10 film, uh, the Deadly 10 initiative, which is basically 10 new films from Full Moon. But on their website, it says that they're being produced before your very eyes. So it almost seems to me like this is going to be a weird, like, behind the scenes look at while they're making it, or you're like, a, the fans could be a part of the process or something. Mm-hmm. They're just supposed to be a full on release this week about what it actually is. Um, but that's, <clears throat> that's interesting. That's something different. Yeah. But um, yeah. So if you're a subspecies fan though, uh, subspecies five blood rise, they put a poster out for it and everything is going to be one of the uh, movies they're doing. Blood rise. I know the subspecies franchise has a lot of fans. Is um, it, is it blood rise or blood dries? 
blood rise. <laughs> it's just you're just watching a puddle of blood drying. Blood dries. It's, it's real immersive. <laughs> um, let's see here. What else we got? Um, first footage of the new Beetlejuice stage show was released. We talked about this a couple times. So this is more of a follow up. Um, there's a trailer for the show that got released. Uh, the music sounds awesome. It sounds great. A lot of it's the stuff from the show, like the, the dinner party scene where they're all singing. That's obviously a big one that's going to be in there. There's original songs. Uh, they all sound really, really good. They sound like they're, they're keeping in line with the original movie, which mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear. And uh, Beetlejuice sounds great. Like the guy that they cast, like his sound. Like I thought that was going to be a little bit of a weird thing. Uh, I'm not sure of his name. He sounds a lot like Beetlejuice. He looks a lot like James Corden. Does he really? <laughs> he really does. It's an odd <laughs> choice of the actor. Um, I don't. I don't know if they could have. I feel like makeup wise, they could have maybe darkened his, darkened and lightened his face up in certain areas. Like because Michael Keaton had the super dark eyes and yeah. the super white face and mm-hmm. all that. I feel like they could have done more with like the the moss that was like growing on his face and all that. Um, maybe maybe they just don't. This is for, a stage show though. Yeah, I so know, I like, get I get why yeah. maybe they they don't. But um, it was a little bit jarring at first, though, because like I said, he looks like James Corden. It was the first thing that came to my mind. So here's what they do now, right? So Birdman, you remember Birdman? I do. With Michael Keaton? I do. Birdman was about Michael Keaton's character directing this play, and now they have Beetlejuice, the stage play. They need to combine Birdman and the Beetlejuice stage play and make a new movie where Michael Keaton is directing and starring in a stage version of Beetlejuice. Beetle, just, Beetlebird Juice Man. I just, I just, I just blew your mind. You did. It's such a <laughs> Beetlebird Juice Man. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, okay, uh, I only have one little bit left. So, uh, James. Yes. Take it away. Okay. Dark Force Entertainment is bringing 1989's Dead Pit to Blu-ray. Would you say Dead Dead Pit or Dead Pit? What's the uh, the second dead, one? Uh, I think Dead Pit. Dead Pit. Dead Pit. Or Brad Pitt. To Blu-ray for the first time, hitting shelves in May, Dead Pit is about a renegade doctor shot dead and entombed in his fiendi- entombed with his fiendish experiments in the basement of an abandoned wing of a mental hospital. Twenty years later, a mysterious woman is admitted with amnesia. And her arrival is marked by an earthquake, which cracks the seal to the dead pit, freeing the evil doctor to continue his work. I feel like I've heard of this movie before. I do too. Like I feel I as though like the poster is familiar to me. Maybe I'm thinking of a, a cross between uh, like Dead Zone and something else. I don't know, but and Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah, I've never I've never seen this movie, but uh, it sounds really familiar. Uh, I only have one other thing here, and it's not a it's not a new release. It's uh, it's just details from Scream Factory for the uh, extras and specials for their previously announced release of Night of the Creeps. This collector's edition Blu-ray will feature a brand new slipcover designed by Devin Whitehead, limited edition 18 by 24 poster of the new artwork, a second slipcover. Uh, also, the two disc collection comes with theatrical and director's cut of the film. A five-part documentary, pretty sweet, uh-huh. featurette called Tom Atkins, Man of Action. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I'm into that. Uh, also another featurette called Horrors, Hallowed Grounds, a look at the film's locations, as well as six new interviews and two commentaries, deleted scenes, and of course the eight-inch uh, eight 
figure of Tom Atkins himself. The um the horrors hollowed grounds thing is a is a pretty standard <clears throat> thing I think on most of the screen screen factory releases. Oh, is it? so it's kind of like one of their things that they do where they go back to locations and yeah. they talk about it and yep. stuff like that. I uh, I only recently saw Night of the Creeps. Oh really? That takes a lot of my cred away. I know, <laughs> but um, we don't I, have much cred on this true, show. It's true. It's true. Um, no, uh, my buddy Chris Jordan finally showed it to me because hmm. one of those flicks that just always escaped me. Like yeah. I it just I was never in the same room with it, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, never watched it. What'd you and, think? Oh, it's fantastic. Was it? I loved it. Absolutely. Absolutely loved it. <clears throat> like you haven't seen it either, have you? I don't think I've seen yeah. it. No. Jay's seen it, right? Tons of times. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh favorite. Yeah. You watched well, it? Favorite. Oh, you double headed that with uh, Star Wars, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you fool. Um, That's all I got for blues. Cool. All right. Uh, so my last bit of news here. Uh, sounds like there's trouble in the DC universe again. Why is that? Um, this time, it's no longer it's no longer with the Dark Universe. Uh, this time, it's with their streaming universe, their streaming service, uh, the DC Universe streaming service. I'll say that one more time. <laughs> um, so DC, uh, the Swamp Thing uh, series, mm-hmm. which is like the one series that I actually thought looked good, and I was yeah. kind of excited about. Um, they are about probably like. 80% of the way through their production right now uh, and they were slated to do 13 episodes well Tuesday night they get a call from uh, from the, the studio studio shut down production completely we're shutting it down and they're they're shaving off the last three episodes of the series what? Um, the speculation uh, from uh, uh, Star News Online uh, was either broke this or put this out uh, but it burst it says uh, the currently in production project is being shut down earlier than expected as its producer Warner Brothers evaluates the future of its DC Universe streaming service <laughs> on which the series was scheduled to premiere May 31st um <laughs> DC just can't catch a break, man. <laughs> it sucks I, so I, much for them. I've thought from the very get-go that a DC streaming service was going to fail anyway. Oh, yeah. Their, just... their, their universe, their movies are just starting to finally do better with Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and uh, Shazam. Shazam's doing really well. Is it? Super well. Yeah. Um, even Aquaman, though, I heard people. a lot of people thought it was kind of hokey. Um, Wonder Woman though was a slam dunk. I haven't, yeah, I haven't um, seen Aquaman yet. I just thought, like, I thought it looked like, I almost thought it looked like too much. But maybe that's just the way I, they cut the trailer, you know. I, I've heard though that the CG isn't the greatest in it. Yeah, it, just from what I've heard, I've not seen it. It's all speculation. I mean, it's got but, Jason Momoa though, so yeah, I but Pride, pride of Gypsies. <laughs> but I, I just thought that it was dumb though to try to predicate an entire streaming service on. On a one movie, single... on a movie franchise that hasn't even found its legs yet, right. like early on in universe, rather yeah, that yeah. hasn't. Like, I just thought it was kind of dumb, personally. Yeah, you know, um, and they don't have other things like but, Marvel. But then again, Marvel could could do it, and it would be wildly but successful. Marvel's probably. doing it under the Disney banner, though, which makes way more sense because right. it's not just Marvel; it's everything under Disney. Exactly. You know, like if Warner Brothers would do it with more of their properties, I feel like that would make sense because mm-hmm. they'd have more available. Um, so, so yeah, so we'll see. To, to combat this, though, Warner Brothers then, on the heels of this news breaking, I swear they freaked out and go, oh, God, oh, God, put a put a teaser trailer out. So they put a teaser trailer for Swamp Thing out today. It was a 45-second teaser trailer that was just basically like a, almost like a Sam Raimi shot uh, over like a Rambo cam shot over the top <laughs> of a swamp. And then it's just a, a thing of Swamp Thing rising up, and that's it. That's all they show. It was almost like... How does he look? I mean, pretty good. Who knows if that's even the final look of him, though? Because yeah. it was such a weird shot of him. Um, yeah. I'm assuming that it is, but it could have been anything. Right. And clearly, this is something they have been working on because you can't just throw that together in a couple hours. Sure. But it almost looked like it was unfinished. Like there was supposed to be more to it, hmm. and they just put this out real quick. 
It's weird, man. I mean, it looks it looks finished enough to where I could be wrong, but like that's kind of the gist that I'm getting. It was almost like a knee jerk reaction just, to just throw it out there. Just felt incomplete. And they're yeah. still saying that it's coming out on the DC Universe May 31st. Who knows? Maybe they're just trying to save face until they have an announcement to make. Mm-hmm. You know, being that the series is done, if they do cancel the universe or the streaming universe, it could end up on another streaming service somewhere, you know. So I don't think that we've seen the last of it, but. What if it wasn't even Swamp Thing in the trailer? <laughs> what if it was Bigfoot <laughs> covered in kelp? What <laughs> oh, Swamp Thing is Bigfoot <laughs> covered in kelp? <laughs> Where do you get the kelp? Kelp doesn't grow in the swamp. Well, Swamp Kelp. It's, it's swamp kelp. Swamp. Swamp. Anyway, so there you go. There, that's your news. All, All right. right. So that'll take us two hours. Stupid fact of the day. And it's your lucky day. Today's going to be a twofer. Because they're short and sweet. I like twofers. Number one. Did you know <laughs> that that booby trap spelled backwards is party boob? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's amazing. Uh, wow. Not, I mean, that's not really a fact. It's a fact. It is both, a fact. Both but... are things you don't expect. Like, party boob just comes out of nowhere, yeah, too. Party boob's one of the best. Right? It's the best kind of boob, and booby traps are the worst. <laughs> and for our number two, the combination of an exclamation point and a question mark, like so, mm-hmm. is called an interrobang. Boom! That was the news. An interrobang? Yeah, I need like more. B-A-N-G? Yeah, interrobang. I need more information about that. That's it. The hell's an interrobang? It's when right, you're really one and find out. It's like when you're really, really, really confused. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like we're gonna have a great night tonight. Well, it's like you know you're writing something and you're you, you like have you, the question mark after you like question mark exclamation point question mark exclamation point like yeah. you're excited like but what's the answer to this question? I need to know now. <laughs> are you are you coming over after work or not? Question mark exclamation point. Oh, okay. See, I so maybe I, that's that, but see, it's it's the same. But it could symbol. be it could, banging me, man. It could, <laughs> it could be interchangeable because you just you just pose it as a question that really needs an answer, and I just pose it as an exclamation that like seems questionable. Yeah, I am super excited. Like, like, you, this is gonna be awesome. See, when you jump the gun, you really don't know the answer. <laughs> it's like, hmm. or, or, what the fuck are you doing tonight? <laughs> well, maybe I would only use the symbol in speaking then. That's, I well, we're, 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 we live in text culture though, so I feel like this should actually be part of the the keyboard on your on your phone. It is. We are actually. We don't even actually speak on this podcast. We use our text and we have our voice. Speak out of the phone. Yeah, and, this and is actually voices. this is actually Siri saying everything. Oh, like, really? This isn't even my real voice. This is what? Siri's voice. That's crazy, James. Isn't that crazy? That's... What are you doing with your phone right now? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Um, I feel like Michael Buffer uses that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's get ready to rumble. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs> All right. All right. Well. We uh, It's a good thing we're laughing a whole lot we're, because uh, we're gonna take a break and then when we come back we're gonna laugh until we die. Sure. God, I'm stupid. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description.
I wish I would have known you were doing that because I would have had some stuff set up. Oh boy! I have a very sexy voice when I'm uh, when I'm mechanized. That was no, that was your actual voice. Oh, that was my actual. Yeah, you're back this to is... Siri now. <laughs> or uh, what are you? What's Alexa? No. Uh, Cortana. Cortana. Oh, Google. Yeah, Cortana. Is that Cortana? Yeah. Do you have hey, a Google Cortana. phone? What is well, your no, no, what but it's, phone but, do you it's have? but that was the Google Translate, so it would have been Cortana. Oh, I see. Fun fact: Did you know that Cortana came from the Halo series? Microsoft literally adopted the 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 AI chick from the Halo series and I knew that I knew that her name was Cortana I didn't know that they were, like yep. it was actually one and the same yep. though let's try something really quick hey okay. Siri what's my name I don't know who you are <laughs> oh <laughs> I used to have a really funny thing set up there before what was it I, I don't know well here, here let's do this real quick because me and uh, my daughter were doing this earlier today she was getting a kick out of it hey Siri tell me a joke one day I forgot how to throw a boomerang. Then it came back to me. <laughs> Damn it, Siri! You did it again. Let's let's see who has better jokes. Let's see uh, while while you're looking up, I got one for you. Hey Siri, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? I imagine that groundhogs would prefer a different question. <laughs> oh, they, they, they have like four different answers for that, and one is really really long and funny, so I might have to ask it again. <laughs> Tell me a joke. You don't even call Aww. her by you don't even call her by name. That's no, rude. When she doesn't even answer me. Fuck you. <laughs> One more time. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? In a study called The Ability of Woodchucks to Chuck Cellulose Fibers, published in the Annals of Improbable Science in 1995, the authors found that woodchucks chew wood at a rate of 361.9237001 cubic centimeters per animals per day. There's your stupid fact of the day. <laughs> All right, uh, let's, let's get back to this. Uh, so this this week we uh, we watched a couple horror comedies, a couple... Uh, Couple of yuck yucks, if you will, and uh, we're starting. Couple start, yuck yucks. We're starting at. Uh, you're gonna movie. you're gonna make such a good old man someday, oh, right? I'm already making a just good old yucking man. it up with my fellows. <laughs> uh, we, we started with uh, a movie called Club Dread from 2004, uh, directed by uh, Jay Chandra Kessar. Um, God, I actually said his name right. Holy I don't. I don't I, think you did. I did. Actually. I did. I'm actually very shocked. I've been practicing it, and. Sorry, I'm, I'm 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 still looking it up because I. Uh, you think I said it wrong? Uh, hold on, let me hold on. Wait, wait. Ch- I I think Chand- that I think Chand- that you just put Chand- a, it's Chandra Dreskar. Oh, I, I now think, I can't say. I it. think Damn you it. put a, a different emphasis on it than what I usually do. Uh, J. Chandra, I can't say it. Damn it. No, I know that it's a hard ch because in the making of Club Dread, they re- they reference him, and it's a hard ch when they when they talk to him. J. So. J. Chandrasekhar. Chandrasekhar. What did I, did I say? Chandrasekhar? Chandrasekhar. I put an extra A in there. Damn it. I put an extra solo <laughs> one. Fuck. What a dick. All right. So um, he's the Indian dude from Broken Lizard. There you go. Chandrasekhar. It's Chandrasekhar. 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 There it is right there. J. Chandrasekhar. <laughs> it's such a hard name to say. Damn it, Jay. All right. So uh, Club Dread. Uh, when it's you know, you- props to him for not taking a stage name, though. Yeah. Like, I, like hey. Do do your thing. You be you, like because he could have he could have just been Jay Chan, J Chand, or something like <laughs> Jay that. Jay Chan. They would just sound like he's a like from overseas. Like he would just sound like well, I guess he's supposed to technically. Is, <laughs> he, like, would, yeah. he would sound like he's from like an Asian country though. <laughs> 
Like Jay Chan. What? Is it? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. He's from Chicago, Illinois. Like, ja- like Jackie Chan. <laughs> yes, thank yeah, you. Thank oh, okay, you. okay, okay, okay. Ah, you fuck. Yeah. All right, uh, when a serial killer interrupts the fun at a swanky, at, at the swanky Coconut Pete's Coconut Beach Resort, the uh, hedonistic island paradise... Hedonistic. Hedonistic Come island on. paradise for swingers. Uh, it's up to the club... The cl- I can't talk. Jesus Christ. It's up to it's the a- club <laughs> staff to stop the violence, or at least hide it. Thank you, James. <laughs> uh, it, just, just the fact that it says hedonistic. Did you know that there's actually a... a, a is there is there an actual... There, I think there's an actual island called hedonism. Or is this from a TV show? <laughs> I can't remember. It's either from a TV show or there's an actual island called Hedonism where you go and it's basically just like everybody's nude the entire time and you just bang whoever you want. And that just sounds like sounds like Hedonism. It sounds great. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like the very embodiment of Hedonism. Yep. All right. So um, this is a broken lizard movie. Um, if you don't know what that means, uh, if you've ever seen Super Troopers. Uh, let's see. They did Super Super Troopers. I cannot talk today, guys. Super Troopers. Super Troopers, Super Troopers 2, uh, Club Dread, The Slam and Salmon, Beer Fest. Um, oh, I forgot about Slam and Salmon. Oh, it's such a good movie. I watched it. Not a lot it, of people even know about that one, but it's so good. I watched it in the, because uh, I, I ended up on my honeymoon, the last day of my honeymoon, I ended up getting appendicitis and had to have surgery. And then we ended up having to stay in Hawaii for an extra four days. Oh, no. And <laughs> I watched Slam and Salmon in our hotel room. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's, it's like one of their better, like one of the, one of the best, it's definitely a sleeper. No one like knows a, about not, it though. Yeah, not yeah. a lot of people know about it, but it's so funny. Um, so the, the Broken Lizard troop though, you have uh, Steve <clears throat> Lemmy, uh, Jay. Uh, don't even, don't even. <laughs> Jay Chan. Uh, Jay Chan. You have Paul St- uh, Soder, uh, Eric Stolansky, and Kevin Heffernan. Uh, that's your Broken Lizard troop. Uh, the, the troop writes the movies together. Uh, Jay usually is the one that directs them. Over, I'm pretty sure that Kevin Heffernan directed Slam and Salmon, if I'm not mistaken. Did he? Yeah, pretty sure. Kind of cool um, that they all sort of take their own. Uh, yep. But take, um, take their own uh, also, stab at it. Also starring uh, the incomparable Bill Paxton. Uh, in, sure. in, in one of his probably most fun roles I think he's probably ever done. Like, he legitimately, you could tell, he was having fun in oh, that yeah. role. Like, he oh, was having dude. a blast. I didn't... So, this is my first time ever seeing this movie. Oh. Which, uh, it, it brought a lot of things to light for me because there are so many... Uh, my buddy Greg, I mention him on this show every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there are so many jokes that he says from this movie, or has said <laughs> in the past at least, that come from this movie that I never knew what he was talking about, but I just knew it was funny. Yeah. Especially the penelope thing. The penelope. Oh, penelope. <laughs> <laughs> what, and, a, what a beautiful name. And when he finally said that in the movie, I was like, oh, penelope. <laughs> That's where that fucking joke comes from. Anyway. Um, so speaking of Penelope, uh, she is played by the lovely Jordan Ladd. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> She's pretty nice. <laughs> no, she is fine. Uh, then you also have Brittany Daniel, who plays Jenny. Equally as pretty nice. <laughs> she's, she's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have also uh, MC Ganey, who plays Hank. Uh, Hank was one of my <laughs> one of my more favorite roles, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um I told you, uh, he's by the end of the movie. So he plays the, uh, he plays like the, he's an ex Secret Service guy, but now he's been uh, Coconut Pete, played by Bill Paxton. He's Coconut Pete's like longtime security guard, yep. like head of security guard, head of security. 
and uh, he wears like this, like New Zealand style lemon squeezer hat by the end of the movie. I was like, man, someday I hope that I'm old and grizzled and cool enough to wear a lemon squeezer hat because I, I will just feel so right in my life. I just want to get to a point where I can wear like a fisherman's hat with like an actual fish hook through it. I feel like that's a that's an old man. I feel kind like of you. Thing too. I feel like you already have the credentials to do that. You've you've the done cre- a lot the of credentials, but not the style, James. You've got the style. I don't know. You've got the style. <laughs> I don't know, James. But I just I, well maybe like for right now it has to be like a furry kangle one, like, uh, <laughs> like Limbiscuit style, like, like Limbiscuit style, but still with the fisherman's hook through it. I, I caught a fish. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I called it a fisherman's hook. That just made me sound like the most square square in the world. A fisherman's hook. A fish hook. For fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, anyway, so basically, this is a movie about uh, club. It, this I just realized this. It just dawned on me uh, the day that we watched this movie that Club Dread mm-hmm. is a play on Club Med. Which I'd never heard of before. Because I'm an idiot. Club Med is like a, it's like a, it's, it, 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 it's, I don't think it's like this. I don't think it's like a place where everybody just goes to get laid. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. Maybe. I have no idea. But it's kind of like a, it's a very famous, uh, like, island getaway where you, you know, you pay, it's all inclusive and blah, blah, blah. It sounds like the corner bar <laughs> down the street from a hospital that all the doctors go to after Club hours. Med. That's actually what it sounds That'd like to me. That'd actually be a brilliant, <laughs> if you could if you could get away with it without getting some sort of, like, copyright infringement, it'd be a, a, a brilliant thing to do. So open up a Club Med down the street from a... Perfect. From, from a... Perfect. From Royal Oak. They bring, they Royal Oak Beaumont. Bring your own drugs. They just steal them from the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so basically you have uh the, the whole cast of broken lizard they all play um staff members at uh coconut pete's island paradise mm-hmm. and uh you get all these people that come to the island for a week and it's basically an island um kind of like your hedonism island where you basically go you do a whole bunch of drugs and get liquored up and have sex with each other yeah it's pretty much the entire part of it um i want to go to this island because there are a lot of very very unattractive people there. <laughs> just the worst. Just 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 <laughs> disgusting men and women everywhere. Uh, so there uh, is a legend that you heard by the way just to avoid a, a correction. Oh. Um the 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 reference that I was thinking of is Kevin from the office. Of course it's me referencing the office. Uh, he talks about hedonism too. Mm-hmm. In the show, hedonism too is a real thing. Okay. So it's like a it's a real place. It's a personal paradise where you can explore and enjoy all of your hedonistic desires. Ooh. So it's uh, it's basically you go and you get laid. Oh. Well, <laughs> there you go. Um, so, so all these people come to this island, and uh, there is a uh, there's a folk folk tale on the island about the uh, the the dickless masked Mexican poncho wearing killer <laughs> that stabs people and whatever. He's a serial killer. He's like a Jason Voorhees tale in their woods. Yeah. Um, he's just an urban legend, basically. Where's like an old Mayan mask. Yep. Like an old Mayan like, like wood carved mask. Apparently there's like Mayan ruins sort of or a cemetery on the island, which is where they get killed in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's like this island tale. They tell it just to scare the the people that come. And uh, it turns out uh, that it's actually true and there's actually a killer on the island. And dun, dun, dun. It, this movie has a lot of uh, nice throwbacks to classic slasher movies. Mm-hmm. Um, very much like Friday the 13th, uh, Sleepaway Camp, you know, all those types of early 
early to mid eighties, like slash reflex or late seventies too. Um, and, and it's, and, and it's cool. If you're a fan, if you're a fan of the genre, like we are, there's a lot of nods to that that are, that are really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found that very, very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I, I love, <clears throat> I love this movie. I do. I find it to be, uh, hilarious, quite frankly. Um, I don't think that this is the greatest Broken Lizard movie ever no, made. it's not. It's really <laughs> I, not. I hadn't watched it in a long time, and we're, it's still funny in the jokes land. Like, the jokes are really funny and everything oh, yeah. else. But it's definitely, like, Super Troopers, to me, was a way more, like, thought-out, methodical, comedy-written movie. Whereas this one, it seemed more, like, decent, not bad, decent sketch comedy. Yeah. Like that you would see on like kids in the hall or something yeah. like that. Like really bad accents, well, really bad wigs. Yeah, the, the like, characters are just like so overblown. Like yeah. Super Troopers is not, I wouldn't say it's reality based, but more so than this movie. Yeah. You know, it's like it's based around an actual, like a, like a well, pretty. It's more, it's more believable. It's, it's more. It's based around a pretty realistic idea. The idea of a, of a, a you know, like a, a small, um, what because they were highway highway, highway cop like highway patrol like being defunded or whatever it's pretty it's pretty realistic of course the, the characters are ridiculous the, and that stuff group of like characters that. were absolutely ridiculous but they but they but they work together they fit right. in that place whereas here if you can tell me what nationality Jay Chan's character is in this movie I will give you a thousand dollars I think he's supposed to be maybe Jamaican but no he's British is but his acts but he looks like a Jamaican <laughs> and they even talk about him being Jamaican in the movie um but he has like a weird British accent and it, it's just his character is all over the map like it's it's just this amalgamation of well of there are, different people there actually are a lot of uh there are a lot of, if I'm not mistaken, there's a, no, I don't even want to speak out of turn on this. Cool. Eh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Go ahead. Nothing. Um, yeah. So it basically, the movie reminds you a lot too of, you have, uh, you have the slasher on the island. They figure out, they start to realize that people are getting killed off and they realize that they're being killed off in ways that Coconut Pete references in his songs. And uh, the the downfall of this is that Coconut Pete was so fucked up when he recorded, you know, all of his greatest hits, uh, greatest records like, uh, um, uh, what was what was the name of one of the records? Uh, crab shanties and like loose Cra- pants. Crab shan- crab shanties and wet panties. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> they they go through a bunch of his records. They all have like the greatest names, the stupid punny names. The thing I was gonna say is there's there's a lot of uh, Jamaican immigrants in the UK. Oh. I didn't. I didn't want to speak in, out of turn because I thought that I I had heard about this before, but there were okay between well, uh, between the forties and the seventies, like half a million Jamaicans. Nobody that, knows that though. Watching this movie, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> well, if a, but if then, that is a poll. Then, it's a weird poll. But then there's the fact that he's also Indian. Yeah. So he's an yeah. in, Indian guy with super long dreads and a shitty, shitty British accent. Who is the tennis instructor? Who <laughs> is the tennis instructor? It's yeah. fantastic. It's um, it all it all works in it, some weird way. So the killer though is is offing the staff of of Coconut Pete's um, one by one, basically using references in Coconut Pete's songs. But Pete just was, one song in particular, right? Uh, I think there was a couple of them. I thought Wasn't it was there? just the the one about the uh, the cowboy, the undersea cowboy who went on a journey. No, then though, because then there was the one about the uh, the guy falling from the sky, which yeah, was a that was all the so stuck in the maze. Was it one song? That was all okay, one song. Okay, yeah. well, fine, one song. 
point is though is, is that Pete was so fucked up when he recorded those records that he has no idea what the songs even mean or what he's saying <laughs> <laughs> Bill Paxton's character is fantastic he he's so out of his mind like it almost looks phoned in but it's like intentionally mm-hmm which, which is the sign of a great actor, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, I read Jay Trendahaskar's book. Yeah, it was pretty close. Yeah, whatever. Um, I read his book, and uh, his book's fantastic. It's called Mustache Shenanigans. Uh, you should read it, because uh-huh. it's awesome. Um, but he talks about this movie uh, quite a bit in it. And originally, this was supposed to um, take place at a ski resort, oh. not on a tropical island. Really? Which I actually kind of like better. I think that'd be kind of cool. Um but were, was it still going to be, so it wasn't going to be like uh, revolving around this Jimmy Buffett style singer then, was it? Um, I, not, I don't think it was the Jimmy Buffett t- singer. The The ski resort part was part of the original pitch. It mm-hmm. wasn't, I don't think I ever got into script area. It was part of their pitch though. Oh, okay. there, there's this group of people, you know, people come or whatever. They're, they're there for a week. Same <laughs> idea, but in a ski resort, just not in whatever. I'm sure the Jimmy Buffett character would have been something else. But um they changed it because the studio was like, yeah, it's way cheaper to film somewhere else. So do it on Island Paradise. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and they really twist their arm. Did they, Would this have come out right around the same time as, uh, what was that? Because there was, a, uh, there was a, a comedy movie that came out around the Something same time. Out Cold. Out Cold, yeah. So I actually Did that come cold, out around the same time? I, I'm not sure if it was the same time or not. I didn't look up dates, but I do have Out Cold in my notes because it reminds me of basically Out Cold mixed with like Friday the 13th. Out Cold came out in 2001. Okay, so it was before this then. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it, that would have been great though. If you've never seen Out Cold, I cannot recommend that movie enough. It's oh, a yeah, sleeper it's so for funny. sure. A lot of super young um uh, comedians at the time like you had uh, jeremy london zach alfanakis uh david kochner uh thomas lennon uh lee majors he's not really young but lee majors <laughs> was in it too, as well but like it's like it's really fucking funny mm-hmm. super fun no one's ever heard of this movie though really no one that i ever i've ever talked to oh. have you ever heard of it before no no like yeah. it just i loved it i thought it was funny i think i randomly caught it on a cable one day like like a long time ago mm-hmm. that's the only reason that i ever knew about it but um but yeah, uh, yeah. So like I said, originally it was supposed to be a ski resort. Uh, they got it's got switched over to this. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's basically the movies. They're trying to stay alive. They figure if they can band together, that they'll stay alive. They come to the conclusion though that the killer has to be one of them. So then it turns basically then it turns into like a clue kind of thing mm-hmm. towards the end, which I which I loved as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, it's just the movie's so stupid. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> It really is just the dumbest movie, but it's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got really, really good lines. Uh, it's got really good their 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 comedic timing has always been really good, and their and their little troupe. Even if the jokes are the dumbest things ever, they play off each other so well because they they were a sketch comedy group. Yeah, you know, they they came up. Uh, some of them did Second City. Some of them did. You know, they were in uh, Broken Lizard was a comedy troupe they started when they were in college. Like mm-hmm. so, they've worked together for fucking ever. One of my favorite things, and it really shows. One of my favorite things about these Broken Lizard movies is always seeing also the uh, <clears throat> the the not the post credit scenes, but the uh, like the credits scene, like the blooper reel, the blooper reel, and and seeing uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name. It was Which Dave uh, Paul Soder. Oh like yeah. Like at one point. He's standing behind the the ones and twos, and he he's like in the movie he delivers like some ridiculously stupid line, and you see him just for like a minute and a half, just like rattling off how many like 
it, 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 it was different ways of saying something is cool. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's dope. That's the bee's knees. That's the... Like, and he just... And, but he does like 15 of them in a row. <laughs> and that's like... I, I, I like that because that's kind of a peek behind the curtain because you know that on these shoots with them like rattling these... Because they are really good at playing off of each other. Oh, yeah. Their ad-lib, and, their ad-lib skills are yeah, fantastic. They, they must just do this for hours and hours on end. And it, it, like how, well, how that's much, how they write these movies. They, they how sit much in a fun room, would that be? They sit in a room, they smoke a shit ton of weed, yep. and they just talk. <laughs> like They literally just start rattling off jokes uh-huh. and start to form like a story. Like He talks about that in his book, too. Like, that's what they do. Like, mm-hmm. They're all huge stoners. I don't know if they are as much now, but back in the day... They used to do like some harder shit, too, didn't they? Um, I think it was mostly weed. Or was it mostly psychedelic? I thought yeah. they did like shrooms and... Yeah, uh, no, there was lots of shrooms. There was yeah. a lot of shrooms and stuff like that. Then They weren't doing like crack. No, or, I, like, like shrooms and acid and, and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, not cocaine. Just not, you know, not acid, cocaine, the man-made stuff and yeah. fungi. Dabbled, dabbled, dabbled a little bit in the heroin. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, them, them as a group, though, That that's why this movie works. If it was anybody else, this movie wouldn't work whatsoever. No, no. Um, especially the characters. Because the characters, they're, like I said, it, it they get negative points because the characters are a little bit so over the top that you can't look at it like you would... I don't know, like Step Brothers or something like that, you know, where those characters are over the top, but they embody those characters way better. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, they live in those characters and you actually believe they're real, even though they're crazy over the top. Mm-hmm. Where in this movie, it's like you know they're playing characters. You know that they're that these people aren't real. Right. Um so that kind of takes away from it a little bit, but it but it also works for a, a weird reason, you know. Mm-hmm. Um do you have any favorite any, any favorite parts? Um, so Kevin, Kevin Heffernan's character, um, what was his name? Uh, Lance? Yeah. Lance. The, uh, masseuse. Yeah. Or the masseur. The masseur. The masseur. Uh, some of my favorite stuff was... No, Lars. Sorry, Lars. Oh, Lars. Name. Lars. Yeah. What was his... It was like Lars Brockhorse or something like that. <laughs> so he was the, he was the masseur who came on, onto the island to fill in for the, the masseuse who was there because she had injured herself or something like that. And, uh, and he was, so like, if, I mean, if you've seen these broken lizard movies before, you, you know, uh, Kevin Heffernan's the guy who plays like Farva yep. in Super Troopers. So he's just this big guy, like kind of this big goofy guy. Opposite role in this movie though. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like he's got this long, this long, ridiculous looking like fake wig. His hair looked like the mop that Jay wore on the Swiffer thing. It actually did. It looked a lot like it. I'll save you my prince. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, um, like everybody, as soon as he comes onto this island, everybody's looking at him like he's just like this putz. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who's this guy? But uh, like, um, two two of the girls say like, oh, well, let's see what you got. And they're just standing there, and like he walks up behind them, and as soon as he places his hands on their back, they both just go Ugh. like instant <laughs> orgasm for the two of them because he, he's apparently learned like the secret Chinese methods of yeah, like, like touch and stuff. Yeah, like all like... these different like how to c- connect your meridians between different points on your body. So he can like so, so like literally like every time he walks up to Brit- Brittany Daniels' character Jenny, like he'll touch her on a different place, like her wrist or the one. <laughs> He touches her like <laughs> on her lip at one point in time and pushes her lip all like way over to the side and it's just like it's the ugliest looking thing because he pulls her lip back but she's having an orgasm the whole time. I love. I could watch her have an orgasm all day. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> well, even even uh, even Dave at the end, he like 
he grabs him by the because like spoiler alert you find out that Dave is not not just the fun police mm-hmm. but he's also the killer I always <laughs> suspected the fun police <laughs> and he's got him he's got him with the machete up to his throat at one point in no it time wasn't Dave the, no it wasn't Dave not it Dave. was uh, it was Sam it was Sam the fun police was, Dave was, was the uh, DJ Dave played the DJ uh, oh shit you're right yep. yeah Sam I'm sorry and he like like they're stuck in this little room and he's like he, he he just goes I know what to do and he grabs him by this like one little piece of his wrist and Sam starts having an orgasm <laughs> <laughs> and he's like I don't know how, how long I can hold him but I just thought that was such a funny bit like every time he would touch anybody like he would walk up to somebody and just like kind of like go to say hi to them yeah. and grab them well, by the shoulder and they would go. Oh. He did that to Jordan Lab one time. He walks up behind her and like and not not to give away all the funny but on funny bets, but like he walks up behind her while she's drinking something and he just grabs her by the shoulder and her mouth just opens and all of her drink <laughs> just falls out of her mouth. Like oh. <laughs> no, that was uh, that was to Brittany Daniel again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Jordan. Jordan Land. Land. No, it's yeah. Brittany Daniel. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like <laughs> mid, like giant gulp of a huge like strawberry daiquiri, and he grabs her by the back of the neck, and she just, she doesn't even spit it out. Like it's not like a spit take. She just opens her mouth, and all of the daiquiri just spills out onto her shirt. It's hilarious. There's a, a follow up scene. I'm not gonna say it, but there's a follow up scene that's almost even more funny because you just don't see it coming. What is it? It's when she says what she says back to him and his reaction. I don't remember. How do you not remember? I don't remember. Okay, okay fine. Then fuck it. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, it. just say it. Um, no, she she turns around or whatever, and she goes, she goes, you got you got you got to warn people when you do that. He goes, oh, sorry, you. I saw you from far away, and you look tight. And she goes, well, some girls are just tired of the others, and he's taking mid drink, and he just like spits <laughs> all everything straight into her. Face. That's when the spit take goes. Oh <laughs> my god, so funny. That's amazing. Oh my god, like I said, <laughs> it just this movie's great, and to get to the horror part of it though too, like. The um, nah. it's not like a it's not like a straight up like a horror movie. I think they wanted the movie to be a little bit scarier than it ended up being because it really wasn't scary whatsoever. That being said, some so. of the some of the effects weren't terrible though for like for a comedy. No, doing yeah, horror. they look pretty good. Um, my favorite one is when the uh, and just watch the movie to understand this. But when the pear gets sliced over its belly, it's the costume that actually bleeds, not the guy underneath it. Did you notice that? <laughs> uh, well, I'm, unless he was, I, I, I don't remember seeing that guy earlier in the movie. Did no, he have like a was, big gut? No, not at all. That was uh, that was um, Carlos. I'm pretty sure. No, uh, Carlos was the guy who was the who was up on the paraglider. Up on the the paraglider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the guy the guy that was playing. I don't think there's any fat people on the island. So, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> quite frankly, um, but it was just really funny the way they did the stuff. But like I said, the effects actually looked semi good. The uh, the killer himself, he looked like the the Latin version of the killer from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's the the. He's wearing a slicker with the hood up. Yep. But every once in a while, he'd have the. I get. Did he only have the Mayan mask on? I think during the, Mayan, the during the first kill, the I one, in, say the one the, in the mausoleum. His face was blocked out a lot of times, so he could have been wearing it more, and mm-hmm. you just didn't notice it. Or if it was blacked out, you just didn't see it because his slicker hood was up. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, he, he was not like a, a a force to be reckoned with or anything. Like he looked kind of ridiculous, to be honest with yeah. you. It's like they went into the they went into the. Um, to the wardrobe room and go, all right, you're going to wear this, wear this. Ooh, there's a rug. Wear this. Like, <laughs> that's kind of what it looked like. The drug rug. The, the drug rug. <laughs> um, there was uh, one of the parts I really liked was um, Lindsay Price, who played you. Uh-huh. <laughs> she uh, She's running away from him at one point in time. And so to 
to uh, to to speed her getaway, she jumps into a golf cart yeah. and she turns it on and she puts the pedal to the metal. But golf carts only go about two miles per hour, so she's like she's gunning it, and then he just casually walks up beside her with the machete, and then just whoosh, slices her. It's amazing. It was pretty good. Um, so this is uh, some more some more factoids from the book here. Uh, turns out when they uh, were down there, they filmed this in a, uh, a resort down in Mexico, and they specifically chose this resort because it was very hard to get to, and they did that for security reasons. Um, and uh, apparently. Word had gotten back to the studio that they were behind, they were over budget, and all this stuff, which wasn't the case whatsoever. Mm -hmm. They turned the movie in early and under budget. Really? Um, However, the studio got super nervous, and they sent their quote-unquote fixers down Mm -hmm. to basically get the the show back on track. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, this, the one of the fixers literally had no idea what this movie was, who was starring in it, who was doing anything. So he fired Jay Chandadresser. I'm getting more. You're getting worse. <laughs> they fired Jay Chan though. Chandrasikar. Uh, Chandrasikar. Chan- I just did it. Chandrasikar. Chandrasikar. Um, Jurassic Park. Chandrasic Park. <laughs> uh, they uh, they fired him actually. Really. And uh, but the guy didn't know that he was also a star of the movie. So he goes, "All right, well, I'm gone." So then he was stuck without an actor, and then the entire cast quit. Like the entire Broken Lizard guys quit. All of the uh, uh, Jordan Ladd quit. Uh, Bill Paxton quit. Really? Uh, Brittany Daniel quit. Everyone did. Wow. And so now this this new director is just like, uh, f- well, fuck. Uh, sorry. Here, have your jobs back. Do you know who the 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 other director is that they brought in? He wasn't even like a real director. Like he was just a fixer. He was like they probably oh. would have hired somebody else to finish the job. He was just like there. And after like a week of negotiations, they all got their jobs back and <laughs> and, and everything. But then this could it, this could have been like uh, Island of Dur- Dr. Moreau yeah, Part Two. <laughs> very well could have been. Um, so then they get down and uh, they do their own editing. You know, they work with an editor, but sure. Jay, Jay and Kevin Heffernan are uh, are both the two guys that sit in on the edit. Mm-hmm. And um, they 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 edited the movie, they got it down, and they tested it. And apparently, the beginning that that beginning part, of the first twelve minutes or so of the movie, did not test well. And so they got fired off of the edit. They brought in another editor. She didn't edit. They tested it again, and those test scores came back twelve points lower than the first one so then they gave them their jobs back again for a second time let them finish it and that's the movie you have wow so they got fired off this movie twice that's crazy which is pretty nuts yeah yeah um <laughs> but uh considering all of that though I, I the movie came up pretty good like i said it's not their best especially watching it now it has a lot of flaws um it's I not th- the most well-conceived put together broken lizard movie but but it's just but it works it yeah it's just a it's just a fun stupid movie a lot of fun. Like I, I think that's kind of with a movie like this. I think that's, I think that's kind of what you set out to do. Yeah, is just have a lot of fun. Yeah, because they obviously was this. This was post Super Troopers, right? Yeah, this is the movie they did right after Super Troopers. Okay, so they were like the darlings. Fox Searchlight gave them all the money in the world to do whatever they wanted to do. Right, and yeah. When did so, Beer Fest come out? After this, Beer Fest was their third movie. Oh, man. That's a great movie. Fantastic movie. I love Beer Fest so Beer much. Fest is their best-looking movie. They had the most money for it. They could spend more time on it. Like mm-hmm. That movie looks like a legit Hollywood movie. They got damn Willie Nelson to be damn in it. Fucking Willie Nelson. <laughs> Hell yeah, they did. <laughs> All right, so, so that's that's Club Dread. Yeah. Um, let's move on to a movie that I was very unsure about going into it. 
Really? Uh, and I'll t- tell you why. Uh, this is a movie called What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, it's from 2014, directed by Jermaine Clement and Takia. Jermaine. You always call him Jermaine. It's oh, Jermaine. Sorry, Jermaine. Jermaine. He's like Gucci Mane. Jermaine. <laughs> Jermaine Clement and. It's Jermaine. <laughs> and uh, Takia. Watiki? Not ta- ta- Taika. Taika Watiki. Taiki Waititi. Sure. Um, yeah. So you have uh, Viego, Deacon, and Vladislav are vampires who find uh, who are finding that modern life has them struggling with the mundane, like paying rent, keeping up with the chore wheel, and trying to get in the nightclubs and overcoming <laughs> flatmate conflicts. Um, <laughs> I love this movie. I didn't think that I was going to though, for two reasons. I usually hate overly dry humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, Wes Anderson, I can't fucking stand Wes Anderson movies. Uh, I've tried. Yeah, I've tried. I can't do it. That's like a whole different world of dry. Though. I'm just saying though. Like I just I can't do it. I also really I'm way too dumb for British humor. Like British humor is for smart people. That's not me. Like a la the original Office. Some people find that show hilarious. I don't get it. I love the stupid American version. But the uh, <laughs> but but the original British version is, is way over my head. Um, I really loved it though. Apparently, dry kiwi humor is my thing because I think it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, and I've loved uh, Housebound was another kiwi movie. Oh yeah, that was very dry but fucking hilarious. Um, and they they just have a sensibility like kiwi humor does something to me. It's, I don't. It, uh, just, it makes me tingle. <clears throat> it, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I like British humor. I I just I've I've always liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Zealand humor though is like it's a, it's like a, it's a completely diff, completely different animal. Like yeah. it's it's so good that it's the timing, like the pacing, and how they. I mean, I've I've said I actually I said before the show tonight the New Zealand accent I cannot get down. Not that I'm really good at accents or anything like that. Mm-hmm. The New Zealand accent I I just like can't peg it. It's like it's. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I know. I know what you want to say. Uh, I can't. I can't get it down. It's there's something so, like I know that uh, I know that if you were to talk to an Australian person, they would say that it's nothing like an Australian accent. Yeah. But it sounds like an Australian accent, it comes but from the with same like, part of the world. But like with a different twang. It's to like it. nicer. I, it's like it's like softer. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's it's really it's it's really an interesting accent, and for some reason, it just lends itself so well. The to, comedic value is just so there, well yeah. to dry humor. Yep. Um, um, plus, you've got this. You, this is coming from the the creators of Flight of the Concords, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you're a big Flight of the Concords hip, fan. Hip hop. Hip hop anonymous. No, that's not. Damn it. That's not that. <laughs> that's Flight of the Concords. Hip hop apotamus. That's what I said. You said hip hop anonymous. Hip hop. Oh, I did. Your, fuck. <laughs> they call me the hip hopopotamus with rhymes that go like phosphorus, popping off the top of this esophagus. Oh anyway. no, no, no! I I did the quote from Rob Schneider. Hip, yeah. Hip hop. Hip hop anonymous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn not it. the same no, thing. I got my hip hop shit wrong. <laughs> damn it. Um. Yeah. So if you're a fan of Flight of the Concords, you will like this movie. Uh, it was very enjoyable. Plus, yeah. it was just they really like they really nailed the. The feeling of uh, of a documentary, yes. Like like even right down to the way the people like there's a like in documentaries like this when you're not dealing with because there's documentaries about like famous people or people who spend their time in front of a camera mm-hmm. who look comfortable in front of a camera, and then you have the type of documentary where it's a person who's never been in front of a camera in their entire life. 
and they just have a completely different way of holding themselves in front of the, like, especially during the confessionals and stuff. Well, there's some parts where he, they're, they're walking down the halls or whatever, and like he's looking at the camera. I, it's, uh, it's what's his name? Um, uh, uh, Via- uh, it's Viago. Viago. It's Viago. Yeah. yeah, it's like he's he's like the leader of the the pack, if you will, and and uh, he's uh, he's like he'll be walking down the hall, looking at the camera, and he'll look away, but then he'll like quickly look back, smiling like really awkwardly, like oh, you're still filming me. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just really, it, it's moments like that that make this movie gold. Yeah. Like It's so uncomfortable at times, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like intentionally so though and it, mm-hmm. it, it's just fantastic i um i think my favorite character out of all of them is vladislav that's pretty well, i mean of course it's jemaine clement jemaine clement jemaine he's uh he's fucking hilarious mm-hmm. his delivery <laughs> is just on point like he's so good uh-huh. <laughs> um and i love the fact that they he's a play off of vlad the impaler yeah only he tortures people but he just pokes them, he pokes them. <laughs> he's, he's vladislav the poker <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a part in the movie where uh so they they befriend a human uh stew and he's he's showing them because uh like like Viago is like 379 years old uh Vladislav is 800 some years old yep. uh Peter is <laughs> yeah, 8000 so 8, years Peter old Peter is the Nosferatu looking motherfucker that sleeps in a, in a in a stone coffin in the basement who doesn't speak a word yeah <laughs> And then there's Deacon, uh, played by Johnny Brew, who is like, uh, they call him the young one, and he's only like 160 years yeah. old or something like that. And um, so they befriend this guy, Stu, through another guy who gets uh, turned, like sired. He like turns into a vampire, this guy, Nick is sired by uh, Peter at one point in time. Like, they think he's dead, but then he comes back and he's he's a he's a vampire. And, and then he brings his buddy Stu into the house. And and so Stu's, like, kind of showing them the ropes of the modern world, and he's showing them all about, uh, uh, like, like, cameras and mm-hmm. cell phones and Facebook in particular. And at one point in time, this goes back to the Vladislav the poker thing. And he's like, yeah, so so you can uh, you can look at you can look at her pictures, or you can uh, you can like like them, or you can poke her. <laughs> Vladislav just looks at her and goes, yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> my, my favorite technology based joke is Vladislav doesn't want to go to the undead masquerade, yeah, um, because of because of the uh, the beast, which we'll get into the we'll get into the beast in a minute. The beast is going to be there, and he doesn't want to go. And he's like, just he's like, just leave me alone. I'm going to sit here and do my bidding. As British, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, like, I'm going to say, leave me to do my dark bidding. Leave me to do my dark bidding. And they're like, oh, what what are you bidding on? And he goes, I'm. I'm Bidding on a table. <laughs> he's on. He's on eBay. <laughs> bidding on a table. <laughs> it's so good. I love it so much. Um. <laughs> and so so basically, it's just like it's it's following these uh, these four vampires, uh, only three of which you see quite often yep. because because Peter just sort of like stays down in his tomb yep. in the basement all the time because he's eight thousand years old. But you're you're following them, and they're all living in a flat together. It's kind of like watching like the real world or something like that. Uh, kind of, except like for it's, Three's Company almost, yeah, something like that. Like except, one of those old kind of. Except for it's vampires, and so it's like they're they're talking like about normal their... vampires. They're not like they're not they're not your typical vampires that like you would see in a horror movie. Like they all they all have their human characteristics still. 
You know, like at one point in time, they even say like, like most people think that vampires have cold hearts and this and that. Like, I'd like to think that I have actually a pretty warm heart. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good, Stu. <laughs> that's, that's after Stu dies, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> or they think Stu dies. Speaking anyway. of Stu, did you, did you read about Stu's character? No. I don't know if they did this for authenticity or whatever, but I was reading about the character of Stu. Mm-hmm. He's not an actor. He, they literally hired him to work on computers. Like, his backstory is real. <laughs> really? they, they hired him to literally work on the production on the computers and maybe be on screen, like, a little bit. But then they basically turn him into that. That's why he's so awkward. He's not an actor. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely perfect. That's amazing. So it's the it's the most authentic performance it really is. in the entire movie. Um, we, we also brought up... The, oh, and his name is actually Stu, too. Look yeah, at that. We also brought up the Beast. Um, so the Beast is 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 Vladislav's like arch nemesis right it's he used to be able to um mind control people really good and then he had this battle with the beast <laughs> he had this battle with the beast and he was never the same he, could, he lost part of his powers like and he, all used, this stuff. he used to be able to turn into all these animals but now he can now he doesn't now he never gets the faces right <laughs> which is funny because at one point in time nick is running through the house and all the vampires are chasing him and he turns the corner and vladislav <laughs> is sitting there as a cat but he still has vladislav's face <laughs> <laughs> it's so good oh my god so they're showing the beast though right and they're showing like these these old like drawn like demonic book pages with the beast yeah like this half and half dog half, half and it looks all scary like ever, serpent but did you notice in one of the pictures they, one of the pictures they first show of the beast it's this scary beast thing but it just got a cock and balls it's right in the a, middle of its, it's chest it's got a dick right <laughs> on its chest <laughs> and they kept going back to that picture too <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't know if I, I don't know if you were supposed to notice that or not, but I noticed it right off the bat. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um. <laughs> so, so the the movie the movie kind of opens up where uh, Viago is is calling a, a flat meeting. Mm-hmm. Like we need to come together and have a flat meeting because you know not everybody's pulling their weight in the flat. And uh, <laughs> when they're sitting when they're sitting at the table. And uh, and they're and they're discussing their chore wheel. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I just like I love I love the idea of because they're all so old. The idea of five years going by is like nothing to them. So so they're like uh, so Viago is pissed because Deacon isn't pulling his weight, and he's like, "You haven't done the dishes in five years." And they they pan over to this like giant pile of dishes, like five years worth of dishes up to the ceiling. And. Uh, <clears throat> He says something about like, uh, um, like just nobody's respecting each other's space. And he he says uh, he says I went into the lounge the other day, and there was blood all over my nice antique couch. And Vladislav goes, "You mean the red one?" And he goes, "Well, yeah, it's red now <laughs> because there's blood all over it, and it was like this nice green couch." But it, and he's he talks about like. Like, just put some newspapers down and put some, like, towels down before you kill somebody, please. And then he actually does. Like, he actually <laughs> oh, goes dude, to kill somebody. That's one of my favorite parts in the entire movie. Like, he brings this, <laughs> he brings this woman back to the flat and... <laughs> And he's just having this really nice, like, cordial conversation with her. And as he's having this conversation with her, he's prepping her for for death. But, like, he's pulling towels onto the couch and putting newspaper down. And when he finally... 
<laughs> when he finally bites her, I died. I was. It's like a fire hose of blood that just comes out of the side of her neck. <laughs> he, he accidentally hits her main artery, and so the blood's just spurting out of the side of her neck. <laughs> it's just and, going everywhere. And he freaks out. So he's just standing like two feet away from her with his mouth open, like, oh, ah! <laughs> And in the next shot, he's like, so that didn't go as planned. <laughs> I hit a main artery, and he's just, like, covered in blood from head to toe. I think think I'm laughing at this movie more now that we're talking about it than I did when we first watched it. And a little while later, a little while later, I think it's when, uh, when, uh, when they invite, they have, um, uh, who is it that has the, like, the, the female, um, servant? Oh, that's it, uh, that's uh, Deacon. Uh, Deacon. Deacon. He he has her bring over uh, two mortals to come over, oh. basically to feast on. And, and, it, and when <laughs> when Nick is running through the house, and he he walks in on Deacon feeding on the woman again, and he's accidentally <laughs> bit into her main artery again, and so he's standing. She's laying on the table, and he's standing there just with blood spraying all over him with with his mouth wide open, trying to catch the blood in his mouth again. <laughs> that that scene where they bring over the, uh, the when Deacon tells his, his familiar to bring basically virgins over, uh-huh. um, they talk about this, and it leads to one of my favorite quotes of the entire movie. And uh, it's it's Vladislav. He's like, he's like, I think we drink the virgin blood because it sounds cool. I think of it like this. If you're going to eat a sandwich, I just think it would taste better if nobody had fucked it. <laughs> I can't argue with that logic either. I really can't. <laughs> oh, so, um, so they made a TV show out of this um, that just started like three weeks ago. Yeah. We're, uh, it's on FX. Okay. It, it, oh, FX. Yeah. I didn't know where it was airing. Yeah, it just started like said like three weeks ago. I had not watched it, but after watching this movie now, I really want to check yeah, it out. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, do I hope too. it's on Hulu. It's the I'm same. Check it out. It's the same. No, three no, it's actors, different. isn't it? Nope, it's all. They're all oh. different actors. Well, not all different. Jermaine Clement's still in it. I don't isn't believe so. Oh, well, I do not believe that he is. Um, they also in the movie they meet a pack of uh, werewolves. They're they're <laughs> they're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> watch the fucking movie. It's so good. Um, and the were and the the werewolves are this. They basically play like the antagonists, if you will, sort of, mm-hmm. uh, of the movie. Um, and uh, at the, by the time you get to the very end, though, there's like a big werewolf like fight scene or whatever, and they all become friends. And it's 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 funny, but the werewolves themselves are a whole nother cast of characters that would be ripe for this kind of movie. Well, uh, where and Jermaine Clement wants to actually make a movie called Were Werewolves. Mm-hmm. We're werewolves. Werewolves. <laughs> and it's perfect, and I want to see that movie now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I do. I love this movie. I, I thought that it was great. I didn't anticipate liking it near as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really didn't. Um, they filmed a lot of the uh, the locations here. They filmed a lot uh, in the same places that they filmed Lord of the Rings. The uh, the scene uh, the scene where uh, the vampires actually have the run in with the werewolves for the first time. Yeah, on the hill, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was actually where they filmed the hobbits running from the Black Rider, and the hobbits are hiding underneath that tree root. Really? Same same exact areas where they filmed that. Um, yeah, so this is kind of cool. You know, if New Zealand that they're famous now for their film location. So <coughs> well, yeah, I, they, of course, I'm yeah. sure there's tons of places that use like Ash versus Evil Dead film there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like tons of shows, tons of movies filmed there now. But um, 
Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, New Zealand's becoming a nice hub for for filmmaking. Yeah, and uh, it's it's pretty awesome. I sorry, I have to touch on this. What? At the very end, they they think that one of the characters uh, they get into a fight with the werewolves, mm-hmm. and they uh, the, these two police sh- police officers show up, and they think that it was a dog attack, mm-hmm. and they find the dog culprit. <laughs> it's like it's an Australian <laughs> shepherd, it's just this little... sweet little pooch, <laughs> and they're treating it like it's this fucking like war beast, <laughs> and it and it like they're they're walking it by the ambulance, and it kind of like it it starts to sniff at Stu's body laying on the uh, on the gurney. And they're like, they're like, yeah, look at it. It's it's already picking up the scent of the kill, and then like it's ready to kill again. And they go, so we're obviously gonna have to put this dog down. And they pan to a shot of the the dog's it's little like, face, oh. and it just goes. Oh. I was like, no. I love it. It's so funny. Um, um, uh, Reese Reese Darby is he plays the uh, the the main werewolf like yeah. the the alpha male and he's he's another guy from Flight of the Concords he plays their their manager on the show. Okay, I've never and actually he, seen the show before. Oh, dude, it's so funny. I mean, if if you like this humor, obviously you, you're probably you probably like Flight of the Concords. Is Plus, the Mighty Boosh New Zealand as well? No, the Mighty Boosh is uh, is British. Mighty Boosh is British. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, and 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 nothing like. Flight of the Concords, like this. I'm is... not overly familiar with either, so I always kind of. Oh, okay. I'd always like when I thought of one, I instinctively just thought of the thought of the <clears> other one. Like I, I, I like them both. Like uh, eels. <laughs> I, I like them both, but like uh, Mighty Boosh is way more like skit oriented. Yeah. Like they do actual like like a ton of different characters, whereas whereas uh, um, Flight, Flight of the Concords, the, Flight play... of the Concords is mostly about Jermaine and Brett, Brit, Jermaine and Brett. Uh, like trying to book gigs and gotcha. and and then they like break into song and stuff like that. So, so the show it's, the show it's, is it's about more, their band. Yeah, it's more like yeah, it's more of a narrative driven show you. than the Mighty Boosh. Yeah, I need to check that out. Um, but yeah, I honestly like I thought I my favorite parts are the parts where the werewolves were involved too, just because I like the back and forth between between the two of mm-hmm. them. Like there was a part. I think it was the first, like the first uh, interaction between the two groups. Like they're walking. Uh, the the vampires are walking through the park, and this was kind of right after Nick was introduced as like a a new vampire. Like he had only been turned for two months or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they went out to the club. And he got him into he got him into like a, a better club because he knew a guy at, at this club and because they're vampires they have to be invited yeah. into the club so like the first time they go out when it's just the three of them they can't get invited into any place so they ended up have to, having to go to just their like their default bar where it's it's like a it's like a like a, a big hangout for vampires mm-hmm. which is like four like like... Four, like four or five people in there. <laughs> But, like, Nick gets them in and blah, blah, blah. They have, like, a good night and everything. But then they're walking through this uh, parking lot at the end of the night, and they start to smell the werewolves. And uh, they kind of have a confrontation <laughs> at one point. I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's Viago or... It's Viago. It's Vi- I don't know. No, no, no De- I, think it's, I think it's Deacon. Yeah, it's Deacon. I think it's Deacon. They're making fun of the werewolves, and then Deacon does the thing, like... They're both like squaring up, trying to act tough, and Deacon does the thing where he pretends to throw a stick. <laughs> he pretends to throw a stick. And one of them and goes one running. Of, one of the werewolves goes off running after it. And they have to call that get, get, get back. No, get back here. He didn't throw anything. 
Oh man. Just like so many so many subtle little jokes like that I just thought were so it's funny. It's brilliantly written. It mm-hmm. really, really is. Yeah, um I like, like I said, I I I for the third or fourth time, I did not expect to like this as much. Like I said, I just mm-hmm. didn't think it was gonna be my cup of tea. I thought a lot of it was gonna be lost on me, and I'm so happy that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Really, really so happy. Yeah. But um I think that'll do it. I think yeah. that uh Yeah, we don't have to say too much more. I I think we both um we both re- recommend both of these yeah, movies. Yeah, absolutely. Club Dread is on Shutter if you want to find it. Is it? Uh, yeah, that's where I watched it. No, no not. You watched it with me. Oh yeah, it, you, no. it is on Shutter though. <laughs> I came over and I watched it with you, but it is on Shutter. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I texted we'll you guys that. the other day to let you know that it was. Oh. So Club Dread is on Shutter. We rented. Uh, what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows, but uh, we definitely recommend both. I'm gonna check out the the TV show now. As am I. Uh, I think you can. Listen, I, I think I, you can rent it on Prime. So. I was hoping that it was on on Hulu, personally, but um, uh, I think you can rent yeah, it. Yeah, oh, it is not. It is not on Club Dread, or it is not on Shutter. Club Dread. I Shutter. swear to God, it was. Nope. You are a liar, sir. If it's not, they just took it down because you are a liar, sir. <laughs> I, I I just texted you guys to let you know that it was. Regardless, um, regardless, but yeah, um, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much all we have to say about both these yeah. movies. Watch but watch both of them. I have to say about that's all that. I have to say about that. Yeah, definitely definitely check them out. Highly yeah, recommend it. Uh, I would recommend what we do in the shadows if you like dry humor, um, over Club Dread almost. If I if I had, if I had to recommend one or the other, yeah, I I mean, think... they, they couldn't be more different type of types of comedies. To be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, but they're yeah, they're they're both fantastic. Yep, I think I would uh I would agree with you on that one. So uh yeah, that's pretty much it for tonight. Yep. So next week I will be gone. Next week Michael will Ooh. be gone and uh we're we're not gonna do the wheel of pizza death. Nope. We just decided that since Mike's gonna be gone and uh and Jancy Pants isn't here this week, we already picked some movies. In honor of Mike's um uh upcoming plastic surgery mm. we decided to go with a couple movies that deal with plastic surgery so we're going to be and how watching they go so well right and how they go so well <laughs> so uh we're doing rabid okay da- david cronenberg's rabid and the skin i live in okay featuring antonio banderas antonio banderas which it looks weird as fuck i don't know exactly is it newer is it it's from 2011. I'd never heard of this one before. I think it's from 2011. I think it's more of a psych- psychological thriller. Okay. But I've also heard that it's like weird, just just weird. Like a lot of it's like... fucking weird, mate. Just fucking weird. Speaking of weird, can you have them like put your nose back on upside down when they get done? <laughs> no, 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 nobody go, has dude, that. When I go, cool with that? Because <laughs> when I go running, my sweat's just... I'm going to drown because oh, my sweat no. yeah. just drip into my yeah, nose. Yeah, but, but, then you could, but then you could like... You could be into water up to your eyeballs. And I could hum. I could hum. And, <laughs> and do, still breathe. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You guys want to go snorkeling? No, Mike, we're not you. <laughs> um, so those are the two movies we're going to watch for next week. They're both, uh, uh, yeah, plastic surgery movies. And then uh, we're also going to have our buddy Tank joining us. Because you, you need two people to fill the place of one. That's, we need, we need two people to kind of help us navigate the uh, the murky waters of Mikelessness. So we will... Uh, We'll have we'll have all four of us. Hopefully, Jay is able to watch one or two of the movies. Don't blame me if you can't, because he's busier than all of us combined. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what do you got going on, huh? Nothing, man. Nothing. Not planning a all wedding I do and a bachelor party. All you do. Like that. <laughs> 
So, yep, that'll that'll be coming up next week. Uh, it'll be I, our first week ever without Mike, so I hopefully look, it goes well. I look so forward to listening to this show. I think that I'm actually going to hold off watching one or two of the movies because I want to hear how we actually sound to someone who's never heard. But what I just the, think it'd be, but, I don't know. I but what if there's spoilers? Well, I'm going to watch them right afterwards anyway. Spoilers don't bother me. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so okay with giving them out because I'm not the kind of person that a movie gets ruined by um, spoilers because I like the, the journey. Way. Like I can know what the beginning is, know what the ending is. Yeah. But it's like, okay, so I know how the how it ends, but there's so much more that happens. Like the journey to get there. It's like when I'm going to Disney World, like I know I know what Disney World is, but the fucking road trip between here and there is is going to be more fun than the destination, you know? <laughs> right. Like that's just that's just the kind of person I am. So mm-hmm. like I said, spoilers don't bother me. It's the kind of man I am. It's like life. I know the beginning and I know the end, but it, <laughs> I, I still try to make the best of the middle. That's beautiful, <laughs> you man. Know, man. That's beautiful. You know, that's like poetry and stuff. <laughs> I mean, what if your ending is just terrible though? Like you die in a freak like bukkake accident. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to these two weeks without Michael. <laughs> no, I, it just it just actually made me think of another thing from from uh, uh, from what we do in the shadows when Stu dies and never mind. <laughs> I'm talking talking about the 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 like the freak accident of building a a, a mask out of crackers on your oh, face yeah. and then being attacked by geese. It only makes sense if you've seen the movie. Go watch the movie. Uh, anyway, that's it for this week. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can find us on all main streaming sites. Clearly, you've already found us, so tell a friend. If you want to find J-Rodge, you can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording and also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. All right. All right. Well, I will see you gentlemen in two weeks. In three weeks. Three weeks. In three weeks. All right. Dang. Well, hey. It's going to be weird. Here's here's to you, Michael. Cheers, uh, boys. Cheers to non, uh, non-botched surgeries. Yeah. Here's to you. Try good. to have a good night.